Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome back. Oh man. Um, this is a daily lesson and we will be discussing music from a spiritual perspective. Um, how was it originally made and uh, what it means to people today. Now for those people who um, are, I hope you can hear me because I have my air condition on. It's hot. Um, so, um, hopefully you can hear the, um, background noise, which is the air conditioner, that white noise in the background. Um, getting back to what I was saying, for those people who like music and we all, I believe we all like music. Um, I want to talk about the spiritual perspective in the music. Now there have been, I, as I told you before, there's some people that I even listen to. And um, they've done documentaries on the wickedness of music. Now, I'm going to talk about both sides of music and where it came from, where it originated. Now, I'm not going into depth with the devil because the devil is the one who the music came from. The Most High made the devil uh, a musical band. He was the first um, archangel, made a fire, and he had, um, he was in charge of music, and he had all kinds of stones on him. When I mean stones, I mean precious stones, like sapphires, um, diamonds, gold. He had all of that on him. Um, I did discuss the devil in the, doc, um, in the lesson that I did, it's not a documentary, it's a lesson, um, How the Devil Fools the World, finally, part one. <laughs> I'm still working on part two, but part one has three parts in it. So if you wanna listen to an in-depth uh, lesson or lecture on How the Devil Fools the World, go to the platform library. So um, like I said, I'm gonna talk about the positive and the negative in regards to music and where music is today. Now, um, music is a large part of society today. And it's been that way for a long time, for as long as we know. But if you're really doing, you know, if I do everything in a spiritual perspective, so you know it's gonna go back to spirituality. So, you know, as we know that um, as long as we know music to be carnally, we've grown up knowing that there's music. Um, but I can bet that people don't know where 
it originated from and how it was supposed to be used. Music is not just a bunch of sounds that come out of instruments uh, that soothe people or the vocal sounds that come out of somebody's instrument of their throat, like singers. Their instrument is their vocal cords. But also, um, it soothes humans and animals. I mean, it's really powerful. Music is powerful. It's a powerful source, okay? And it soothes humans and animals alike. There's been very many um, research um, projects they have to do with music, uh, concerning elephants and stuff like that. I mean, there are notable um, research studies on um, music and animals and how it impacts them and how it impacts us as human beings. So um, as a matter of fact, um, natural rhythms um, is a part of life. The natural rhythm of a thing is a part of life, life. and it's um, you know it has something to do with the rhythm and the beat of a person, you know. So um, you know drum beats and um, different chords. Uh, people use those chords in uh, musical chords and musical sounds, different chords to move objects different vibrations from different sounds, musical sounds to move objects. Even singing a, diff, a certain note to a uh, song or whatever it is, a note that somebody's singing can bust a glass. It can vibrate so much that it can bust it. That's how important and how um, valuable uh, the knowledge of um, and information of music is. It dates back to early humans. And that's what people know, that it dates back to early humans. But it actually is older than that. It dates back to the most high. Okay? And the first angel. The first archangel. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. So how did music originate? originate? Well, it's stated within the scriptures that the Most High made Sataniel, which is Satan, the first archangel with precious stones and musical notes on his body. So he was musical and in today's times, he would be worth billions. And I already said that in another lesson. However, since he transgressed, he no longer has those stones. However, he still uses music today to seduce and even cause wicked thoughts, which cause actions in people. When Santaniel, the devil, was slammed down to earth, this is within the book of Adam and Eve, okay, and the book of Enoch, and he took Adam's power from both Adam and Eve, they was kicked out of paradise, and Cain killed Abel, then they had Seth. Okay, this I'm, I'm giving you, I'm setting up a uh, situation here. Seth's line was up on the mountain and Cain's line, remember Cain was cursed when he killed Abel. The Most High gave him time to repent. First, the Most High didn't say nothing. 
Most High just waited for him to repent, and he didn't. Then the Most High came to him and started talking with him. They had a dialogue where he was like, where's your brother? And um, Cain was like, oh, I'm not my brother's keeper, even though you are, especially children of Israel, you are your brother's keeper. And he still didn't tell the Most High that he killed him, and then the Most High finally said it. What did you do? I mean, you know, this is, I'm, I'm ad-libbing here, but this is what happened in scriptures. Like, your brother's blood is calling out to me. Now, Cain could not handle what the Most High did to him because the Most High cursed him. The Most High put a curse on him. Nobody been not touching, but he is cursed. Okay? This is after the devil was messing with Cain and manipulating Cain. First, the devil manipulated Remember, the devil's musical and he has precious stones on him. So he's worth something. <laughs> anyway, so he's manipulating people and doing all kinds of stuff. So the Most High took all that away from him and he became the dragon. But he still has power over music. He may not be beautiful and his precious stones and all that anymore, but he still has power over music. So now he, he manipulates Adam and Eve, and then he manipulates Cain, because Cain kills Abel. So now, you know, Cain, I'm just setting the stage. Um, there's no more, uh, well, uh, if you go to the book of Adam and Eve, there's um, specific ones that go to the first 5,000 years, and then it goes, either it goes to the first 1,000 years, and then it goes, it goes up to the 5,000 years, okay? I don't know how they situate in the books. But it's giving you information that, that happened between those 5,000 years. And basically, um, Cain gets cursed. He wanders and uh, he's cursed to wander in a certain part of the earth. And um, then the most um, Adam and Eve has Seth, have Seth. Now, you already know by this regular Bible that it only says at, um, Cain and Abel. It don't say nothing about all the rest of the children that Adam and Eve had, because when Adam and Eve had Cain and Abel, they had twin sisters. This is where all the nonsense came from. Okay, so this is how the devil was able to bamboozle Cain because he was talking to Cain and made Cain jealous because Cain's twin sister supposed to be for Abel and Abel's twin sister supposed to be for Cain. Cain didn't want that. He wanted his own twin sister that he came out with. And that was an abomination. Um, and remember, you know, even hearing this, Adam and Eve wasn't human at that time. When they got cursed, they became human, but they were so pure. They was nothing like we are today. Nothing. Even the earth is unpure and wicked and all that now. And you can go to the book of um, Ezra and find that out. Okay. This is why it's going to be a new earth and a new heavens because it's wicked here now. That's in the Bible, regular Bible. The, the earth, the um, stars, the moon, all of that is corrupt. All of it. And we ain't going to go into that. I'm just talking about the devil. Now, the devil bamboozled um, Cain and had Cain kill Abel. And then Cain was cursed and he had to walk around. So Cain took his wife and he went wherever he needed to go and they populated the earth. And from there, the Adam and Eve had other children. They had other children. It says 17. Uh -huh. So while they was having other children, remember, you got to look at the Bible too, because everybody's saying, oh, it's, um, the Bible is, um, first of all, it's incomplete. That's number one. Um, and then words are trying to change around. Yes, I could confirm that. But it's, people got to understand that half the stuff that 
they are led to believe in their Bible is crazy because if it was only Cain and Abel, how did the population come? You got to understand too, the scriptures was written by men. When a woman had the first, when she committed the first sin, which is under Adam, because the first woman came from Adam and then subsequently all Everybody came from a woman, but the first female came from Adam. Adam was complete until he was separated. Yeshua says this, okay? His self in the mysteries. What's the mysteries? I'm just telling you that we ain't going into mysteries. I ain't going to confuse you because you're going to be all over the place, okay? I, like I said, I could feed you in any way, but I'm trying to spoon feed you so you don't get confused. So I'm setting the stage. So... Uh, Cain and his people is somewhere else, okay? And so are the other people that Adam and Eve had. Remember, the Old Testament is a, um, is a history of a particular people. It started with Adam and Eve, but then it got thinner and thinner and thinner until it's um, Abraham, Isaac, and uh, um, Yaakov, all right? It became everybody, you know, everybody with Adam, because everybody came from Adam, to a particular people. So understand that. People think it's all over the place, but it's because you don't understand. You don't have spiritual way with all to understand what's happening. But I'm setting the stage. So the devil is still doing whatever he's doing. Okay? So at this time, Seth was born. Okay? And Seth was the special one. So Seth and them was in one part of um, an area on earth and Cain and all his population was somewhere else. Now that they um, say, uh, excuse me, Cain and his population was being led by the devil. So this is where the devil, um, I'm going to read it, but this is where the devil is uh, playing Cain. Because remember the devil's bamboozing everybody since the beginning. So the, the devil is using the flesh of Cain and his children, all his children, all his progeny to bamboozle. First he bamboozled all of them and then he wanted to use them to bamboozle Seth's line. Now Enoch and all of them is from Seth's line, even Noah. You could go to the book of um, uh, Enoch and the book of Adam and Eve, okay? And the cave of treasures. Okay, these books were supposed to be in the Bible before Genesis. Just giving you a little synopsis. So the devil is no longer, the devil can still present himself as an angel. But all of that, because he's bamboozling you, but all of that real stuff that the Most High gave him, the Most High stripped him. His real thing, when the Most High shows you who he is, because he will, is going to be that dragon. A wicked looking dragon. And you can go to the book of Bartholomew and they saw the devil as he really is. And I already read a piece of the book of Bartholomew when Bartholomew was asking all the questions when Yahshua was standing next to Bartholomew and Bartholomew was asking the devil questions. And the devil was talking about, and this is in one of my lessons, the devil was talking about how he came to be. I'm not going to go back there because we're going to be here all day and I don't want to. The point is you need to listen to the platform and then you can follow me. Anyway, the devil used music to bamboozle Cain and Seth's line. Not all of Seth's line, but a lot of Seth's line because Seth's line was on the mountain 
a special mountain prepared by the Most High for them to stay on. Seth's line, those patriarchs was telling their kids, do not leave this mountain for nothing because everybody over there is corrupt by the devil. They stayed on the mountain for a little bit of time, but then they start hearing music and all this stuff down from the mountain. This is before the flood. Down from the mountain, and they went, uh, um, camps of people, hundreds and hundreds, kept going down the mountain. Now, Seth and his line said, don't go down that mountain. After they was warned not to go down that mountain, what did they do? Go down the mountain. By camps. And when I say camps, I mean blocks of hundreds of people was going down the mountain. Men. Mm -hmm. Going down the mountain. Once they went down the mountain, because they heard music, remember, uh, Cain's line was down the mountain, and they was doing fleshly stuff, wickedness, fleshly wickedness, because the devil rules you by the flesh, and he gets to you by your mind. Understand that the battlefield is in the mind, or the mind is the battlefield. So that's what he was doing. When he started playing the music, wickedness wicked spirits came out of there and was tempting them they was having sex and i mean wicked wicked sex and that's what was happening and i didn't want to get into that but that's what was happening when the devil was playing music wickedness was coming out of the music and they was having sex and i'm talking about animal sex all kinds of stuff that you could watch on these play, uh, playboy or whatever these sites are that people watch all this porn it was like porn so it was it was getting to the men that was in Seth's line up the mountain and they was coming down the mountain and having sex with uh, Cain's line. This is how stuff started mixing. And then the angels got involved. This is how all this stuff started happening, but you won't know that through this Bible. I already told you the Bible is one puzzle piece of hundreds of puzzle pieces. I can't even count how many puzzle pieces. But because people are religious, and remember, the Most High only showed himself and performed miracles to the children of Israel. Who has all the books now? The Catholic Church, other churches. These are religions. The children of Israel are not religious. It's a blood covenant between them and the, um, the Most High. The Most High said he did not show anybody but the children. Of, we already know this. The children of Israel, his miracles, he, owed, he gave them his promises, and he showed himself to them. Only them, nobody else. This is in the book of um, Exodus, uh, Numbers, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy. We already went through that. Go to the platform library, listen to those lessons. It's in the book of um, uh, Barak, <laughs> Daniel, um, Ezra. Jeremiah, okay? These are prophets, major. So we see that the devil was bamboozling people since the beginning and using music. Uh-huh, using it. So now I set the stage for you. Now I'm going to read. When Satan the devil was slammed down to earth in the book of Adam and Eve and the cave of treasures and um, the book of... Um, Enoch, I said that right. Adam and Eve, Book of Enoch, um, all those prophets I named already, and um, the Book of Yashia, 
you will hear these things. You will read these things. And he took Adam's power, and both Adam and Eve was kicked out of paradise. And Cain killed Abel. Then they had Seth. Remember, they had 17 kids, women and females and males. Nobody never mentions the females because of the original sin of Eve. Understand that. Know that. There's only two notable people in uh, the current Bible, two notable females. That's it. Ruth and um, Mary. Those are the only ones. It always it talks about prophetesses and all that other stuff too, but it doesn't concentrate a whole book on them. However, there are other books that's not in the Bible that um, is female books. It's based on females and they rule and stuff. So anyway, I'm just giving you information because you only have part. So Cain killed Abel and they had Seth and Seth's line was up on the mountain and Cain's line was down the mountain fornicating and straight up sinning in all ways. But one particular way that was um, that they were committing fornication was sexual sin by using the flesh. The devil concentrates on sexual sin and fleshly sin as he previous, oh, as we previously discussed. So when various instruments were played, because the devil devised some instruments, he divide, devised some instruments, put them together. And it was like, um, for those people who, ugh, I ain't even gonna go there. There are um, things that are uh, cursed. There are, there is a such thing as objects that are cursed. These objects were cursed and they were made by the devil. So there was instruments that was made by the devil. And when these instruments was played by humans, it made them do, do things. These things that came out of the, the, uh, the instruments, they could not see these things, but it possessed them. Is there such thing as possession? Hell to the year. There is a such thing as possession. Can you see a spirit? No, you cannot. But a spirit can see a spirit. This is why you have to know who you are and who you belong to. You are a spirit, but you are in a carnal fleshly body on a physical plane called earth. Now, there are some sensitive people on earth. And when I mean sensitive, I mean spiritually highly elevated. That's what I mean. That will be able to see them or hear them. They'll be able to hear them too. And they call them crazy. Um, and they have um, uh, pathologies and all that. But they are spiritually sensitive people that are able to hear spirits and they're able to see spirits. Yes. Not everybody. Just what I mean. You have to climb higher. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. You cannot hear the Ruach if you're not in the Ruach. How are you being in the Ruach? You have to allow the Ruach to talk to you. Where do they come when they talk to you? In your temple, right? Where's the temple? Your body. What is that? Possession. And it's only considered possession if somebody's doing something wicked. The Most High is not going to possess you. The Most High already has you, supposedly, if you follow his law, statute, precepts, or command. Back to what I was saying. You see how deep everything is? Back to what I was saying. So um, when these various instruments were played, the devil and wicked spirits, would have various tunes that come out and they would make people fornicate by possession. Okay? Okay? And this is, people were becoming extremely horny. And Seth's line was listening and hearing to all of these sexual um, sounds and they, because the whole camp was doing it. 
They was listening to sexual sounds and listening to partying and all kinds of nonsense going down there. And they started getting curious. What's going on down there? You heard that term, curiosity killed the cat. Okay? Well, that's what happened. The men of Seth was cats. <laughs> curiosity killed them. In a way that when they went down there and started having sex with the women and doing stuff, they couldn't get back up the mountain because they was already polluted. That's why Seth in his um, line said, Enoch, Seth, all of them, Methuselah, all of them was saying, don't go down there. What was they doing? After they kept hearing all of that stuff and being nosy, they wanted to go down there. And when they went down there, they couldn't get back up. So that's what happened. And this is in the book of Enoch. When Enoch was in a certain place and nobody could find him no more and all that's because most of the people was already fornicating uh, and doing stuff they had no business. Sin is very old, baby. Sin is O-L-D. So, Seth's line was uh, seduced to come down the mountain and have sex via the music. And Cain's line and Seth's line couldn't get back up the mountain. Cain's line could never get up the mountain because they was already cursed. But Seth's line could not get back up the mountain because they went down there and started fornicating with the wicked, uh, cursed people, which was Cain's line. And they couldn't get back up the mountain because they sinned against their flesh by being manipulated by the devil in his music. The musical notes that came from the instruments that was played. And using the wicked line of Cain within the Apocrypha of John, this is with the Most High, who is Yeshua, was telling Yahoo, I mean, excuse me, um, was telling Yachanan, his brother. Yeshua discusses a bit about using the flesh for sex concerning the devil. Now, why is this important? I'm taking a water break. Hold on. Why is this important? This is important because the devil uses various tactics to get you. And one of the early tactics is talking to you and using musical instruments because he was musical. Remember, the devil was the first archangel made of fire of fire. We already went through this, but I'm going to give you a little rundown again. He was made of fire of fire. That's why he did not want to worship clay and matter. That's us. We clay and matter. The devil's uh, devil was like, I ain't worshiping clay and matter. Okay. I'm fire of fire. And I'm going to tell you everything that's going on. And I ain't, um, I was here from the beginning and I ain't uh, worshiping no clay and matter. I don't care who it is. So since he didn't worship clay and matter, that was in the image of the Most High. He's basically telling the Most High, I'm not listening to you. So what did the Most High do? He got them angels to get to him the hell out of the heavens. Kick him out. Slam him down. That's what Yahshua said. I saw the devil get thrashed down. Yes, he did because he was there. Okay? And so were the archangels. It was a war in heaven. Why? Because the devil and one third of the angels said, I am not worshiping man. Period. I ain't doing it. And the most I said, well, if you ain't doing it, goodbye. And slams him down. And while he was down here, he bamboozled Eve and bamboozled Cain. Cain killed Abel, even um, Adam, gave they, uh, uh, their power away. And now we in this situation right now, right here, right now. Okay? It set off events. Straight up. 
I already told you before, angels have free will, just like human beings. But the angels listen to the most high for the most part. Even though the devil said, oh, no, I'm not going to do it. He had a free will. So he took his free will to make the choice. Oh, no, I'm not going to do it. Does that mean he's not listening to the most high? No, that does not mean that because the most high still gives him directives. You better go to the book of Job. When the most, uh, the most high and the angels and all that still talk to each other and do all that. They have jobs to do. Okay. Did I not tell you that real life is much more sensational than anything you can make up? <laughs> Once you really find out who you are, then you'll be able to see spirits and talk to spirits and understand. Yeah, you'll be able to do all of that. Some people already know how to do that because they're spiritually sensitive. Like I said, I said that term myself, spiritually sensitive, because sensitive people, spiritually sensitive people can um, feel vibrations. They can feel auras. They can um, discern spirits. This is scriptural. The most I said, try the spirits. Why would he say that if you couldn't do it? And I'm telling you, some people know how to do, some people was born straight up and they don't know how it works. They have to learn how to do it. Um, and some people, uh, when they walk with the most high and they dealing with the most high, the most high say he's going to pour out his spirits and everybody's going to get a special gift. And that could be teaching and that could be um, discerning spirits. That could be, the most high say he's giving out gifts. That is a gift speaking in tongues and all that. Everybody can't do that. All that stuff you hear in religion and all this blah, 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 blah. That's bullcrap. The most high gives it to you because only the person who speaks in tongues cannot interpret tongues. There's another person that the most high gives a blessing to to interpret tongues because you're speaking straight to the most high in his spiritual language. So all this religious stuff, I already told you, the devil fools you. You better stop listening to all that stuff. Okay. The most I said, he's going to pour out his spirit and people going to be doing this and they're going to be doing that for his purposes, not for their own purposes and not to bamboozle you to get 10% out of you. Because remember, tithing is only in for the children of Israel. It ain't for everybody. So right there, you're bamboozled. Back to what I was saying about the devil. This is what I mean about the devil fooling the world. Everything that people are doing is a device of the devil because it's fooling you. Tithes is only for the children of Israel, so nobody won't be poor. And remember, the Levites didn't have nothing. Their light, their lot was the most high. That was their inheritance. Their inheritance, which is a lot, is the most high. So once you have the most high, you got everything. So the most high told all the rest of the brothers, the 11 other brothers, you're going to give a percentage to the Levites. That's the tithes. And to make sure that the widows and the orphans had food to eat and a place to go. That's what the tithes is for. It's not to give the church money for a building, because you're the building, or to give the pastor uh, another BMW or a plane. Child, this rabbit hole runs deep. I told you, the rabbit hole runs real deep. People going to start, you know, hey, you want the truth, you in the right place. Okay? All that stuff you being fed, force-fed in religion is a lie. Because even Yeshua, when he walked the earth, said, you're going to suffer for your religion and for your tradition, you're going to suffer. You're not going to listen to me, but you will be suffering because you following religion and tradition. You better go to them um, scriptures in the New Testament and find out what Yahshua said. And you already know Yahshua is the one and only begotten son of Yahuwah. And Yahuwah is Yahuwah. Okay? 
I am. Yahusha has the father's name. Who is the father in the flesh? Child, I'm not, I'm not going there with you. I'm going to move on. So now I'm going to quote this from the Apocrypha of John. Apocrypha, Apocryphon of John. Yes, Apocrypha of John. And it's the Apocrypha of John, verse 20 and 21. Now listen to what it says. Because everybody think that, oh, it was a food, um, it was an apple. And it, every time I say this, I lose patience because this is what people are fed. And this is why people don't listen. This is why people don't trust the scriptures and they don't believe the scriptures because of the nonsense that these heathens are doing, making it religious. And it's not. This is what, this is what it says. See, the devil did not give Adam and Eve no apple they didn't, he didn't give them nothing he didn't do nothing <laughs> what he did was put a thought in there in eve's head about knowledge when you saying the fruit of knowledge it's a metaphor when something is a fruit it's about an abundance of something it's about something that's benefiting you so that's what the metaphor is in the bible in regards to fruit okay when uh, the most high said he's going to give you the fruit of the spirit it's something nourishing and beneficial to you that's the metaphor do the children of israel speak in metaphors and similes like yahshua and yahuwah yes why do you think everybody want to know what they're saying when they say in their own little language or whatever okay the devil always want to know what the children the saints the children of israel are doing you better wake up. Okay? So, I say all this to say that the devil uses his tactics. And this is one of the tactics. What does he do? He uses the musical notes, excuse me, that the Most High gave him. He can still um, use those notes. He uses the musical notes because that's how he got Cain. He uses the talking to you and that's in the, um, the apocalypse of abraham i uploaded that book already when the angel is telling abraham do not listen to the devil because the devil talks to those who are his and they listen to him so don't listen to him because you're not his so anybody anybody who listens to the devil and can hear negative voices and negative and everybody can hear it everybody does and i'm gonna tell you how look in the mirror and see stuff about yourself that you don't like how can you say you don't like something about you when the most high said that you are blessed and highly favored when he said you blessed and highly favored i don't care if your butt is big your nose is big your hair is long your hair is short your ears are small there's a purpose why it's like that but you look at it and say i don't like this that's not coming from you, okay? The battlefield is in the mind. That's where it starts. And I'm gonna tell you too, the book of Bartholomew, which is the, uh, um, the um, apocalypse of Bartholomew, I'm telling you, I'm pulling out books. The Most High has blessed those books to be in my heart and I can recall them because that's what the, uh, the Ruach does, bring things to your remembrance. In the apocalypse of Bartholomew, Bartholomew went to cast out the demon which is a devil because demon is not scriptural, cast out the demon. And before he did, the demon told him, we get to the mind before we break down the body. 
child. I'm telling you, when we have fights, we're not fighting physical beings. We're so used to being physical here. We are so fooled to thinking that we're just physical beings. We're not. We're spiritual beings with a fleshly coat on, having a physical experience on earth for a certain time, and then we go back where we came from. That's what it is. That's why it's a blessing to be here. That's why the Most High said, I bless everybody who's here. Every day that you wake up, you should be thanking the Most High because he can take you out at any time. I'm telling you, the rabbit hole goes deep, real deep. So now I'm back to what I'm saying. This is the Apocrypha of John, and this is verse 20 and 21. And this is um, Yachanan, who is John. They call him John, but his real name is Yachanan, having a conversation with Yahshua. Okay? That's who they call the Christ, and you already know he ain't no Christ. Okay? Now, they're having a conversation. And this is what Yahshua is saying to Yachanan. Now, the reason why the conversation is being said is because when Yahshua ascended, all of the stuff that the apostles saw that Yahshua told, uh, showed them, all of the experiences that they had, that they saw and witnessed firsthand, when Yahshua ascended, people was trying to tell them they, wasn't, they didn't see or experience what they experienced. Kind of like now. When somebody gaslights you, you experience some like racism or any of the isms, ageism, sexism, you experience that. And then somebody's telling you, you didn't experience it when you know damn well, you understand what it means. And you, un, uh, you are fully aware of how it works. And somebody's coming to tell you that you didn't experience that. Well, that's what happened in biblical days. Um, they was trying to tell the apostles that what you experienced wasn't real. Uh-huh. When Yahshua came back down and said, yes, now I'm getting ready to give you mysteries. And there are books of mysteries from the apostles. But that's not what I'm talking about now. I'm just trying to tell you that the heathens, the pagans, and those rogue um, children of Israel, because you know they was rogue, was trying to tell the apostles that everything that you saw is not real. Is that not the devil? Yes. So John, Yachanan, started getting confused. Remember, the battlefield's in the mind. He started getting confused and was like, um, he was confused and was like, okay, well, is everything I saw real? Could it be? Is this really real what I experienced? Now, remember, this is Yachanan, his brother. He's questioning because somebody's saying, whatever you experienced, whatever you went through, that ain't real. You better stop thinking that, this, that, that ain't real. And yes, somebody, the devil came in somebody and planted the seed in um, Yachanan's head. And now Yachanan's wondering, is, was this really real of what I experienced? This is how the devil gets you. That one thought, he gets you. This is why everybody can say you look nice, you look beautiful, but that one person will say something negative and you stuck on that negativity. It's because the devil, if you allow him to have that power to get to you, he will take it and run. And remember, the devil don't sleep, the devil don't slumber, he don't take no cat naps, he don't take no vacations, he don't take no breaks. So he's doing it all the time. He's always there. 
this is what the conversation was. They already had this whole conversation. I'm only reading two um, things. That's it. Two verses, sorry. This is um, Yakanon saying, this is the conversation. Okay. Hold on. Sorry. It's all mushed together and I gotta, okay. Hold on, I'm reading through it so I could start. Okay. Yahshua is saying, because he's talking about um, in paradise. He's talking about what happened in paradise and how the devil bamboozled Adam and Eve. And then he said, um, but they called the tree of knowledge of good and evil. This is the devil. Um, um, Yahusha is referring to the devil. Um, and Adam... Um, Adam and Eve uh, might not look up to the fullness and recognize the nakedness of their shamefulness. So this is after Adam and Eve ate, uh, whatever, partook in the uh, fruit, quote unquote, of knowledge. Now their eyes is open, uh, spirit, um, um, not, um, it's metaphorically their eyes is open. Now that they can see that they're human beings and that they see the anatomical um, body. Their anatomical bodies, they could see. And they recognized that they was naked and shameful. Um, Yeshua said, but it was I who brought about um, that they ate. And to, I said, and, excuse me, it says, and to, I said to the Savior, which I don't know why that is in, it's making, it's tripping me up. So I'm going to read it like it makes sense, because there's some stuff that doesn't make sense. So I'm trying to make sense of it, sorry. Um, and I said to the Savior, this is Yachanan saying to Yahusha, teacher, is, um, was it not the serpent that taught Adam to eat from the tree of knowledge? The Savior smiled and said, the serpent taught them to eat from wickedness of begetting, lust, and destruction that Adam might be useful to him. And Adam knew that he was disobedient to him due to the light of the epinoia, which is in him, which was Eve, which made him more correct in his thinking than of the tree, the, excuse me, than of the chief archon, okay? Um, and wanted to bring about the power which he himself have given him and he brought a forgetfulness over Adam. Now, I know what I read. You're going to be like, what the hell is she talking about? So I'm going to break it down. I already told you this spiritual um, mysteries. In the beginning, um, there was more than the devil that was wicked. I already told you that. It's in um, How the Devil Fools the World. Is there more than one thing? that's wicked in the world. Yes, there's wickedness in the firmament, which is the skies. There's wickedness in the regular heavens. There's wickedness on earth. There's wickedness under the earth. Uh-huh. There's the devil. There's all the devils. There's the one third under him that got thrashed down to um, earth. There's um, wicked abominations that was 
um, the angels had sex with females and they had spawn, which is children, and the children didn't have souls. They only had spirits and flesh. So the Most High killed them, killed them off in different ways, and kept them on earth as wicked spirits. Then it says in the scriptures that you are not fighting flesh and blood, but you fight in wickedness. You fight in um, principalities, powers, and rulers in high places. So those principalities, those um, powers, and the rulers, those are the ones that has something to do with Adam and Eve too. So Yachanan, who is John, is asking, well, was it the devil who, um, who bamboozled Adam and Eve? And the Most High, who is Yeshua in the flesh, said no. He's the one who wanted them to have sex so he could rule them, so he could rule the flesh. Now, I know it sounds real crazy because we didn't go into mysteries, but that's one of the mysteries. So who really bamboozled Adam and Eve? Was it the devil or was it the wickedness in high places? I'm not going to go into that, but I will give you a hint. The devil is not the one who tempted them with the fruit of knowledge. Even though it says that in the books, the real mystery is that there was other things that was tempting Adam and Eve. Other things. Okay? And we ain't going to get into that because then you'll really be confused. But I'm telling you, Yahshua said that the devil uses the flesh and one of those things is to have sex so he can rule the flesh. If you're having sex, right, just like a Cain's line did when the devil was um, playing the instruments, they started having sex so they can produce more people. The more people that's produced on the earth, the more the devil reigns. Remember, the devil doesn't like you. I keep saying this, but he's ruling your flesh and he's treating it like dumb. This is how it all connects. Can I connect the dots for you? Praise y'all, hallelujah. Yes, I can. But I'm going to tell you this. I don't need to do that. I need you to listen to what I'm saying. I need you to follow the most high and listen for yourself. Read for yourself. Have the zeal to search for the most high and his word for yourself so that you can hear from him for yourself. The only thing I can do is teach you, which is my blessing from the most high, show you where the scriptures are, help you to understand, because that's a part of me being the teacher. That's the blessing that I received I, from my understanding. Show you where it is, help you to see that and lead you to all roads that lead to the most high. That's, all, that's my job. That's it. Okay. My job is to lead you to the most high by bringing you the truth of the scriptures. And that's what I'm doing. I didn't already told you and I already quoted several scriptures that all this stuff is. I already told you that real mysteries are puzzle pieces that need to be put together. Is the most high going to make it easy for the devil to bamboozle you? No. Those people who are listening to, most, to the most high, let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying, the Ruach is showing you where the truth is. The Ruach might show you the, uh, the truth here, there, up there, down there. Put these piece, puzzle pieces together and you're going to read and know exactly what happens. That's what the Ruach does. The Ruach's job is to lead you to all truth. And he's, his job is to tell you the truth. Read your heart. Um, uh, discern the hearts. 
to see if they ready for truth. Because I'm telling you, truth is not easy to handle. That's why people are liars. The truth is not easy to uh, handle. So right there, I already told you that the devil rules the flesh. That's the point. How is he ruling the flesh? We are talking about music. He rules the flesh by talking to you. He rules the flesh by setting up scenarios. He rules the flesh by um, creating more flesh, by fleshly desires like sex and other vices and virtues, virtues and vices. Yes, these are mysteries. I ain't going into the mysteries, but I'm telling you how he does it. You could go to the book of Bartholomew. He tells you how he does it. It's a whole full question and answer with the devil where Yahshua standing right there. All the questions that Bartholomew asked him, he's telling them. Okay? That's one of the apostles. So back to what I was saying. The devil rules the flesh in various ways. One of those large ways is music. And that's what this lesson is about. Where music came from. That's where it came from. Okay? Music originally came from the Most High. Because the Most High gave the angel, who is Sataniel, remember, all the... Um, the um, the children of heaven is named there for the most high. And the children of Israel is named there for the most high. And they have either Yah or El in their name. The, all the archangels have Yah or El in their name. And they have other things too that um, pertains to Yah. Um, the children of Israel had Yah and El in their name until you already know what happened to them. Their name's been changed and all that. I already did names did i do that i don't know if i did names but if i didn't do it yet then i'm ready to you know i'm, I'm gonna upload it i, I could have sworn i did but if not um i have the lesson already if i didn't already upload it i have the lesson i'll be talking about it but i did uh discuss how names are changed when i talked about the devil when the most high deals with you he changed your name he changes your name because now you are his just like he did with Abraham, just like he did with Sarah, just like he did with Yaku, everybody. Everybody he deals with in the Old Testament, he changed their name. And all the children of Israel's name was um, the Most High's name. And I'll even quote, for the children who are called by my name, turn from your wicked ways and repent. He's talking to the children of Israel, period. They are called by his name. I don't care if 10 devils named him. You're still the children of Israel by your DNA. Doesn't matter. Okay. So, like I was saying, the devil uses music. The Most High had it. The Most High gave it to Santaniel so he transgressed. And then the Most High took all the um, goodness and the blessing away from him, but the music was still there. So, the Most High um, was had it first. The devil uses music. Other um, angels and stuff like that, they use music too. And so does other wickedness. So I'm just telling you, it came from the most high first and it was used for good. And then it's used for wickedness. Now, according to the scriptures, you see that the devil has used his musical power to manipulate and rule the flesh. You understand that's how he does it. How do we know that music Oh, excuse me. Now that we know that music was here before humans were, and they, it was, um, even, like I said, life has a natural rhythm, a natural flow. It's music, a, nat a natural rhythm and flow. There's different chords that can be hit by you singing, a singer, or 
by the natural rhythms of drums or whatever it is and um, various rhythms that can move objects. That's how powerful it is. That's why I need you to understand. Okay, now, and it could be used by wickedness and righteousness. It can, just letting you know in the spiritual realm. Now that we know that music was here before humans were, and that the devil has used music to manipulate humans, we also know within scriptures that the Most High enjoys music, and he does. Remember, Most High blessed people with music. He blessed uh, St. Taniel with music first before he changed his name into Lucifer or the devil, okay? Um, actually, I don't know where Lucifer came from, but Santaniel turned into uh, the devil. But, um, all right, remember those social constructs and names change and all that, so I ain't going to go into that, but I'm going to keep going. The Most High enjoys music. That's why he made it, but the devil corrupted it. The Most High enjoyed King David's music, and he even had David serenade King Saul when that wicked spirit possessed King Saul. And that's um, 1 Samuel 16, 14 and 15. And it says, but the spirit of the Most High departed from Saul, because Saul was the first king. Remember, the children of Israel wanted a king. They want to be like all the rest of the heathens. So the Most High said, okay, but your, ki your king is going to forsake you. So go ahead. You want a king here? Here he is. And then the king forsook them, just like the Most High said, and the Most High summoned a wicked spirit to be on Saul because he transgressed. And this is what I'm talking about right now. First Samuel 16, 14 and 15. But the spirit of the Most High departed from Saul, which is Shaul, and the evil spirit from the Most High troubled him. And Shaul, Shaul's servant said unto him, behold, now, the evil spirit from the Most High troubles you. Uh-huh. So they knew that the Most High um, sent a wicked spirit because Saul transgressed. He, he um, I ain't going to go into it because it's going to lead me down another road. But once we get to um, Samuel, I'll explain all about it. But anyway, I'm going to keep going. First Samuel 16, 14 through 23 read, uh, reads as follows, and it's from the King James. But the spirit of the Most High departed from Shaul and a wicked, excuse me, an evil spirit from the Most High troubled him. And Shaul's servant said to him, behold, now an evil spirit from the Most High troubles you. Let our Lord, and they're talking about um, Saul. Remember, they call lords, the kings and all that. That's what I'm saying. You can't call the Most High Lord because they call kings and people that. They're, that's where they got that um, word, the term landlord, because he was the Lord over the land. He was the leader of that land. You cannot call the most high a Lord because he's not a leader. He is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. He is the potter. He is the father of lights. He is the father of fire. He is an all consumer fire. How can you put a Lord on that? Anyway, that's what I was saying. Let the Lord now command thy servants, and they talking about King Saul, which are before you to seek out a man who is cunning and playing the harp. And it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from the Most High is upon you, that he shall play his hand 
and you shall be well. Now, let me, let me set the stage without telling you what Saul did. Because he didn't listen to the Most High, the Most High summoned a spirit to be on Saul to make him um, act a fool. But the only thing that could soothe that spirit that was in him, because he was possessed, was music. Uh-huh. And a particular person had to play the music. So they was looking for a person to play the music to soothe Saul's spirit. So, and Saul said unto his servants, provide me now a man that can play the harp well and bring him to me. So Saul already knew that he was possessed by an evil spirit. He knew because he didn't listen to the most high. Then answered one of the servants and said, behold, have, um, behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning in playing and a mighty valiant man and a man of war. And he's talking about David. Um, and prudent in matters and a comely person, meaning beautiful, very handsome. They call that, uh, they called handsome back then because they interchanged the words, uh, fair and comely. They usually use fair with a woman, but uh, the devil will tell you fair is light skin and it's not. Fair is beautiful. There was a uh, play that was one of the longest running plays on Broadway in New York called My Fair Lady. Was it my white lady? My light-skinned lady? No, it was my beautiful lady, my fair lady. So do not let the devil fool you into thinking that all these people in the history book that is the Old Testament is not melanated. They wasn't. Okay, back to what I was saying. So um, Saul is, uh, Saul's um, servant is telling him that they know somebody, the son of Jesse, which is King David, and later on becomes King David. Um, he knows somebody who's smart. He's um, handsome. He's uh, uh, valiant. He's a man of war, meaning he know how to fight, all of that. And he's describing David to the king. And um, wherefore Saul sent the messengers to uh, Jesse, which is David's father, and said, send me David, your son, which is with the sheep, because da uh, David used to be a shepherd. The irony of it all. And um, Jesse took an ass laden with bread and a bottle of wine and a kid, which is a goat, and sent them by David, his son, unto Saul, the king. These are the gifts to the king. And David came to Saul, Shaul, and stood before him, and he loved him greatly, and he became his armor bearer. Now, let me stop and tell you what that means. Once King Saul saw David, David was uh, handsome, smart. He knew how to fight all that. King Saul immediately loved David and took David in as his own son, okay? before all hell broke loose, but just listen. And he became, uh, David became the armor bearer for Saul, King Saul. And Saul sent Jesse saying, let David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he has found favor in my sight. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from the most high was upon Saul, uh, harassing him and possessing him, David took a harp and started playing the heart 
So Saul was refreshed, meaning the wicked spirit wasn't tormenting him no more because he was listening to the music from anointed David because the most high anointed David. That's why I playing that art. I told you music, honey, music. Okay, now they say there is a, uh, I'm gonna get back to the scripture, but there is a saying and it's a wrong saying, but it says music soothes the savage, savage beast, but that's not actually the saying. I'm gonna say that saying after I read these scriptures and I'm gonna tell you what it means. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Now, as I read, David was skilled at playing the harp and other instruments. And whenever that evil spirit invaded um, King Saul's mind, David was soothed the spirit that was possessed by him with the harp. Now, I say that to say, Music came straight from the most high. It was given to the devil. The devil transgressed. The devil still possesses music and uses music. And he's been doing it up until today. I just need you to know that it is. Now, back to what I was saying when um, it says that music um, soothes the savage beast. It really isn't that. What the quote says is. The quote is, hold on. Because I thought I wrote the quote down, but I can't find it. Okay. So give me one minute to look it up. Um, okay. Um, hold on one minute. Okay. Now, the actual quote is, hold on. All right, this is what it says. Does music have charms to soothe a savage breast? And that's the actual phrase. The phrase says, music soothes the savage breast but somebody put beast and this is what it says this is phrases from the uk the phrase music has charms to soothe the savage breast sounds shakespearean but in fact comes to us from the morning bride a poem by william congrave in 1697 to soften rocks or blend a knotted oak however that isn't the end of the story as the commonly circulated music has charms to soothe the savage beast. Can't be said to be entirely incorrect. So that was a, um, a quote that actually is misquoted and is misquoted so much that people believe it. So what do they say about um, a lie that goes uncorrected. A lie that goes uncorrected becomes the truth. Mm -hmm. So that's not what um, Will um, Shakespeare said. It's from William um, Congreve in 1697. And he didn't even say um, music that soothes the savage beast. Nope, that wasn't even the quote. So um, 
that's that. But just know um, that is a quote of today, even though it's not correct. Now I'm gonna move on. Um, music has played a part within several scriptures and it worked either in a good way or a bad way, okay? So um, we're gonna get into some scriptures, but I wanna continue to go on. Music was originally meant to be positive and righteous, beautiful, useful, etc. However, during these times, as we are at the end of the book of human, human book, at the end of life, human life, okay? Everything has become wicked and we understand that. And everything has become corrupt backwards, meaning uh, we went from peace, love and support to hatred, misogyny and um, doom and gloom. And this goes especially within the children of Israel. Now I did say before that the children of Israel was very musical people. And we are gonna find this out when I start reading scriptures. Now, I'm not saying that all the music is this way, but it appears that the most popular music today is negative. I'm not saying all the music, so do not misunderstand what I'm saying. Just a lot of the popular genres. And if you don't believe what I say, listen to it for yourself, especially within the genre of R&B and rap music, that's today's music, you already know I'm focusing on children of Israel, so that's what I'm talking to. Even the remixes are racy and unpalatable, not to mention unrighteous. Without mentioning names of groups of singers and individual singers, you know for yourself that today's music is toxic, and we don't even know it. From the days of folk, rock, and roll, hip hop, rhythm and blues, etc. whatever music that the children of Israel started in the United States has become completely out of hand and out of our hands. From the 1930s and the 40s into the 50s, the 60s to the 70s and 80s to the 90s to the Y2K and even now music has transformed from being positive, okay, to terrible okay it has not gotten any better toward the latest the later times there is a reason why music is getting quote unquote darker meaning more sinister it's because during the last days everything is becoming more sinister just like it says in fourth ezra every day that the that the world turns is getting more and more evil and that includes music okay along with everything else the scriptures say all will be wicked and this does not exclude music. Okay, so um, I already explained to you what what does um, music um, to soothe the savage beast. I found it. <laughs> um, I already told you what it means. So um, it's not a real true quote. Number one, somebody misconstrued the quote and they ran with it. So what is a lie that is not going unchecked? It becomes the truth. So we just uh, dismantled that lie right there. So we can see from this um, that lyrics of music, by my discussion, lyrics of music also say something to us along with the sounds of music. And it comes from the head and the heart. So even lyrics of today are questionable. 
Now, I'm not saying that all music is negative, like I said before, but it's going down that road. And as I stated before, because everything else is going down the tubes, music is going down with it. Now, I want to say this. There's a lot of people that look to various artists. And because they may be young and that artist is not as young as they are, but the artist and the artist's um, camp, I would say, all the people who work behind the artist, whoever's on the label, whoever does the homework and the research in the background, whenever they, uh, uh, whatever genre they're in, they do their homework and they get a bunch of writers or they get an old song and they'll try to put a spin on it or do something in the genre of that song, whether it be R&B, pop, uh, uh, rock and roll, whatever it is. And they will um, make music in that genre. Now, way back in the days, like I said, biblical days and even 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, whatever, music has transformed to be from being positive if anybody knows that song, Don't Worry, Be Happy, it's a nice little tune that really doesn't say too much, but it's basically telling you, stop worrying and be happy. Those people who sang about love and support um, back in the 70s and the 60s and 50s, um, they singing about little things, going to the hop, like the dance and uh, doing the twist and all these little things was not negative. But there were some songs that was provocative. And if you didn't understand the lyrics, it would slip by you, to, you know, and it had, um, and this is in all genres of music from everybody, melanated and non-melanated people, about getting high and about uh, drugs and about sex. Afternoon Delight, it's a nice light song, but it's about sex. I mean, a lot of these songs, you know, um, uh, has um, flew under the radar and people to this day a lot of them don't know that it's about sex drugs whatever else but they like the tune you know puff the magic dragon and all of that is about drugs and they made it a kid's song i mean hey some of these songs fly under the radar and you don't know that it's talking about specific things sinister things but for the most part a lot of them back in the days the songs were light they were not sinister they were um talking about love peace support for one another but today if they ain't talking about killing somebody they talk about raping somebody they talk about hating women they're talking about um sex 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 what their vaginas and whatever else excuse my french can do what their penises could do. I mean, they talk about it, honey, straight out. Is that not wickedness? It went from being loving together, let's stay together, and um, how we should stick together as people, and how we should love one another, and um, stop fighting. And from there to now, shoot somebody in the head and kill them, and and we're gonna have sex, and I, I'm gonna slay you, and all this, all this craziness pull up to the bump of your big black bands. I mean, it's all kinds of stuff. I say that to say, now that times are evil, a lot of music is evil. Did I say all music is evil? No, listen to what I'm saying and don't be quick to say something smart. I'm saying a majority of it is because 
every day that goes by, every day that Monday goes to Tuesday, goes to Wednesday, goes to Thursday, goes to Friday, goes to Saturday, goes to Sunday, goes to back to Monday, it gets wickeder and wickeder. Go to four Ezra and you will see. Okay? The Most High says this himself. So let every man be a liar and the Most High be the truth. That's a, that's a scripture. Um, every day that goes by, it gets more wickeder. So the music gets wickeder. And these little babies, today's little children, they growing up singing wicked songs. Talking about things they have no idea what they're talking about. Not only that, because the children of Israel that are in the United States, they are the ones who influence the whole world, whether they know it or not. Everything they touch, I already said before, the Most High put blessings on them, even though the Most High is reprimanding them. You think half of those blessings is going? No, they did. Just like the devil with music. The children of Israel still have that blessing on them. They don't even know they're the children of Israel and they blessing everybody, but then they following the heathens and they talking about killing, death, even setting self-fulfilling prophecies for themselves. Look at Biggie and Tupac. They started singing about they're going to die and all that. That's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And we're going to talk about that later too. You're mocking yourself when you do that. Don't you know when you start saying stuff out in the open because there's spirits that's in a different dimension on this physical plane, they hear everything you say and they carry out what you said? That's how powerful your mouth is in words. Remember, the most high is the word. It can work both ways. It's a double-edged sword. So is music. This is how powerful things are and how deep the rabbit hole gets. Everything is spiritual. And for those people who say, oh, no, we ain't talking about that. Everything is spiritual, whether you receive it, whether you believe it, or you reject it. Just because you reject it or don't believe it don't mean that the Most High is not still moving forward with, with this world because you ain't nothing but a squirrel. Your little belief and your little whatever it is, the way you look at things, is nothing in the grand scheme of things when it comes down to the Most High. You ain't nothing but a blade of grass that's going to be here for a certain amount of time and then you're going to die. So that's how important you are. I'm just trying to get you to the most high because there are going to be some naysayers that's going to twist up their lips and still be an idiot. And yes, I did say idiot because the children of Israel are stiff-necked and they idiots. They didn't listen to the most high from the beginning. And this is why somebody could walk down the street and shoot one of them and nobody care because the most high is reprimanding you, boo, this whole nation. Everything is spiritual. Everything got something to do with something else. All you ignorami, yes, I did call you that, who thinks that, oh, no, it's not that. I'm just a meat sack that's living here, and I'm thinking my little stupid carnal thoughts until I die. All those dum-dums in the back of the class, they're going to be lost and left, okay? For those children who are really seeking something else and know that the Most High is who he is, and you are learning who you are in the Most High, you're going to get this wisdom and understanding and you're going to move forward with the most high. Okay. That's what's going to happen. Now I'm going to read some scriptures to you. This is how you could tell that music was good first. We already know that the devil uses music. Now, if you don't believe me, listen to any genre of music, especially in the United States and hear what they say into themselves. They calling themselves the byword. They're um, uh, disrespecting one another. They're talking about killing somebody. 
All of the things that the Most High said, don't do. That's against my Lord's statute, precepts, and commands. This is what they're singing about, for the most part. I'm not saying everybody, but this is what they're singing about. And the whole world is listening, always. They're either taking it and using it against the uh, children of Israel, or they're trying to emulate it. Hello? The children of Israel, did I not say that everything is contingent on them? And they're dumb behinds? Yes. Nobody is safe. I'm getting on everybody's behind. Uh-huh. And I have to get on the children of Israel because I am in the children of Israel. The nonsense that they do, ah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, I already reprimand them and I will continue to do so because they need to turn from their wicked ways and repent. So anyway, let me read these scriptures. So this is um, how you can tell that the most high made music. And it was originally supposed to be for good, but now it's just, I don't know. Ephesians 5 and 19, addressing one another in psalms and hymns. That hymns uh, is music. And as a matter of fact, that's what the children of Israel was singing to the Most High. And as a matter of fact, when they was brought here in chains, they were singing hymns. And the non-melanated people was calling it um, Negro spirituals. Anyway, addressing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to the Most High and poetry, because the Most High wanted them, better go to the book of Deuteronomy. Singing and making melodies to the Most High with your heart. That's the children of Israel. Colossians 3 and 16, let the word of the Mashiach dwell in you richly, teaching you, admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns. Those psalms are songs. When the Most High told a Moshe, write me a song, Moshe. He wrote that song and it was reprimanding Israel. You better stop playing. They were, the, the children of Israel were singing songs about all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. They're still singing songs, but it's not as uh, righteous. they just going left, honey. they going left. Anyway, like I said, I'm going to read it again, Colossians 3 and 16. Let the word of the Mashiach dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to the Most High. Psalms 95 and 1. Oh, come, let us sing to the Most High. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Uh-huh. Okay. Psalms 105 and 2. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all the wondrous works. Are these not tributes to the Most High? Are these not song lyrics to the Most High? Yes, they are. Psalms 104 and 33. I will sing to the Most High as long as I live. I will sing praises to the Most High while I have my being. Ah, I could keep going, but I got one more and then I'm going to leave. James 5 and 13. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful among you? Let him sing praises. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm here to just let you know that the Most High made music in the beginning. He started it with the citizens of heaven. That's the children of heaven. We're not the children of heaven. We're the children of earth. So who's the children of heaven? The angels. The principalities, the powers, the eons. I already told you what's up in the heavens. The heaven of heavens and in regular heavens. Because the regular heavens is the wickedness. The heaven of heavens is where all the rest of the citizens of the heavens are. Did the Most High make um, music for them? Yes. The Most High made music for everybody. The citizens of heaven, the citizens of earth, the Most High want his children who are Yaku, uh, Yasharel, sing to me. King David sang and played instruments. The children of, is uh, the children of Israel is uh, very uh, musical. And I already told you, the non-melanated people told, said, please sing those Negro spirituals that are the Psalms of the Most High. Who's the children of Israel? Again, who? You better stop. The children of Israel, and I already told you, uh, uh, 10 tribes is in Africa. 10. Okay? Are they not musical over there? Yes. Are they not musical over her? Yes. And I, I'm making a, a joke when I say her. I mean here. Are they not musical over here? Yes. But are they using their, their musical blessing to be a blessing? No. Over here? No. Still good over there in Africa. But not over here. <laughs> so children of Israel, y'all need to get your stuff together. Get it together, children of Israel. You need to get it together. So with that, I hope that this lesson edified you. So that you know where music started. It started in the 30s and the 40s. It started with the most high. And where it went. So you, you need to understand the history of music. And that's it. Did I go to a Eurocentric history? No, I did not. I went to the children of Israel's history. With the drums and the, and the hymns and the um, songs to the most high. That's their history, which is the longest one. I went to their history. And that's who I'm talking to. Okay, children of Israel understand that the Most High gave us blessings when He said He's pouring out His Spirit, and people are gonna be prophesying, they're gonna be dreaming dreams, they're gonna be interpreting dreams, they're gonna be um, uh, talking in tongues, and then some people's gonna be interpreting tongues, they're gonna be teaching, they're gonna be discerning spirit. Oh, they're gonna be doing all kinds of stuff. He's talking to the children of Israel. Okay, and it says this a few times. It talks about that the Most High is going to be pouring out his spirit and giving the children of Israel his blessings. He already gave them his blessings. He already did all of that. He did all of that. But it's up to the children of Israel to receive it or reject it. And they've been rejecting it because they don't listen to nobody. Later on, the Most High said at one time that he was going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. And that means all. All mean everybody. And they're going to be uh, being blessed in those areas too. But what you don't understand is for those people who are not walking in the will of the Most High, the Most High said he's going to get them because are there not people that's um, uh, divinators? Are there not ones that's necromancers? Are there not ones that's mediums using the gifts that they got from the Most High and going wicked with them? Because the Most High said do not listen to them. So yes, he's going to get them. Uh-huh. 
So uh, I say that to say that children, you never, you never, well, there's some blessings that you lost, but you never really lost blessings because the most high is a most high of his word. So if he said he gave it to you, you got it. It's just that you're going to be reprimanded for using it the wrong way and misusing it and uh, doing all kinds of stuff. And there are uh, the blessings and the curses. So if you following his word, then you'll be blessed. If you're not following it, then the curse is going to um, come on you. I focus on the children of Israel because the whole world is contingent on the children of Israel. I don't care what's happening. All the stuff that's happening today, the wars, the rumors of wars, the wars on the, in the Middle East, because they are warring over there. They had a conflict. The wars over there in, uh, with, um, what's these people now? Uh, with Russia and uh, Ukraine, that's Gog and Magog. Is that not prophecy? Yes. Everything is relevant. You think it's just a war because, oh, yeah, because um, Putin wants this back and this and that. That's prophecy. We're living in prophecy right now. Is that in the Bible? Yes. Who do you think Gog and Magog is? That's the ancient name for them, the Hebrew name for them. This is what I mean about changing names. The devil fools you when he start, when you start, uh, when the um, pagans start naming something else. The Most High said Gog and Magog. That's Russia. Child, I'm not going to go into that, but like I said, <laughs> I hope this message um, <laughs> edifies you. All roads, children of Israel and everybody else who's listening to me, because you know this is no coincidence that you're listening to me. You're trying to follow the Most High. I'm going to give it to you as raw as I can, because I, I give it to you raw, baby. I will give it to you. Okay? And that I'm, I'm not going to pull no punches. I'm giving it to you. As respectful as I can and as New York as I can, I'm going to give it to you. So if you could take it, you keep on rolling with me. And if you can't, don't listen no more. But the bell will be rung on this end. Okay? And I will be pulling out scriptures. You could follow with me if you got them. You could look them up online. Look them up on your phone. I'm not pulling this stuff out of my hat, honey. I've done years of research and I'm giving it to you. So like I said, everything is contingent on the children of Israel. I'm hoping that the children of Israel listen to me and turn from their wicked ways. I'm hoping that the, the children of Israel can listen and understand and learn from these lectures and lessons about where things come from and how they're becoming wicked. I need them to see these breadcrumbs. I need them to see what's happening so that they can stop. And all the rest of the second flock that's supposed to be going with the original branches. If you are here, non-melanated people, because you know there's only melanated and non-melanated, or if you are here and you're listening, it is no coincidence, okay? Nobody's safe. I'm getting on everybody's behind. You have to get yourself into a place of wanting to be with the most high, and you got to put your money where your mouth is, okay? You say you want it, then be about it. So with that, I say, I hope this lesson edifies you and until next time. It's good to hear the word of truth from the most high, but you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.